This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show podcast, presented by Independent Roofing Systems. If you want it done right the first time, visit Independent Roofing Systems today. The Out of Bounds Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Good morning, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. 50,000-watt FM, driven by the Ram trucks, Jeep Grand Cherokees, SUVs and trucks, pre-owned and new, Mack Hike and Flowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. That's MacHikeFlowood.com. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. We were talking about the uh, dysfunction at Auburn on the Plains. And uh, I don't. I guess it's a race between Auburn and Tennessee as far as you know the most dysfunction maybe in the league uh, the last few years. I think it's the most difficult, as, as difficult as MSU, Ole Miss, and Arkansas is because of the division they play in with the super recruiters and so on. I think Auburn is the most difficult job in the SEC because of who they share the state with, right? And it drives them to be dysfunctional and maybe bipolar, we want to welcome in uh, ESPN National College Football Analyst Tom Luganbill on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Tom, it looks like this thing could go this week with uh, Brian Harson fair or unfair, and they could be in uh, the middle of another coaching uh, search. What is your reaction? Auburn being Auburn. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> essentially... What it is, uh, this isn't, you know, the exception. This is kind of the day-to-day norm with them. And, you know, I've always said with that job, you're, you're hired to be fired, all right? It's only going to be a matter of time. Uh, and, you know, I always point to like him or dislike him, but there's, what, two coaches in college football that have beaten Nick Saban twice, uh, two or more times. One of them is Dabo Sweeney. Who's the other one? Gus Malzahn. That's exactly right. And so – you're, you're sitting there and you're looking at Auburn and you're saying, okay, this is a football school, unbelievable tradition, always have way too many hands in the cookie jar. 
We want to beat Alabama, but we want to be Alabama. See, those are two different things. And I think that's the challenge with that job is, okay, if you beat Alabama, that's, that's great. We want, we want to win the Iron Bowl. And I'm looking at this from a, you know, a, a, an Auburn perspective. But if you want to be Alabama, is that realistic? Are you a, are you a 12 and one program each and every year? I don't think you are capable of being that when you have as much dysfunction internally as they have, because then you're going to have no consistency. All right. You're going to have no blueprint. Uh, everything's always up in the air with them. And, you know, I listen, I, I've always been a Brian Harson fan. I think he's a really good football coach. I think maybe bit off more than he could chew in relationship to what he was getting into, what you think you're getting into, what you're actually getting into. I think he has found out are two entirely different things. Um, I do know he's very, very hard to work for where I get concerned is when I hear about athletic director player meetings, that's never good for the city head coach. No, it's not. And the fact that they also have a, an army lieutenant, retired army lieutenant general who spent his career in the intelligence community, mm-hmm. uh, doing the interviewing and investigation. That tells me they're just looking for any reason slash nugget to fire Brian Harson, Luke's. Yeah, you know, I, I think you're and again too, when you're gonna have player discussions, which players are you bringing in? Exactly. You and know, because point. it's not it's not like the entire team is anti Brian Harson or feels like they've been, you know, mistreated or what have you, whatever has been alleged out there. Um, I just don't, I think when there's that gap between you, you have your player, you got the coach, you got the administration when the administration's bringing in players that doesn't bode, bode well for you. And you know, the, the question you then have to ask yourself is, and, and I've always said this about Tennessee too, the difference between Tennessee and Auburn is Auburn's won a lot more football games yeah. during their run of dysfunction yeah. than Tennessee has. But it's a, it's a big job. It's a big money job. You have the opportunity to play in the best conference in the country. Uh, it, it's been proven that you can, you know, win a national championship, play for national championships, win the conference championship. But if you want to go out and say, let's just say you're targeting the best of the best, if somebody's at a good spot right now, knowing what we all believe about Auburn, right, wrong, or indifferent, true or untrue, is that coach going to be willing to leave where they're at to take the Auburn job? Yeah, I don't think there's that many of those guys out there. Even though, like you said, it's a, it's a great, it's a really good program. They have a ton of money. Uh, they're they're committed, and you can yeah. go and get rich and get fired. But I think you're right. I mean. Other than Hugh Freeze, just because of where he is at Liberty, and you know he wants to be at a top 25 job. Sure. But you start asking the question, Jeff Brom, probably going to look at it and go, even though he's at Purdue, no thanks. Matt Campbell, even though he's at Iowa State, no thanks. I mean, you just start kind of throwing guys out, Luke. And I know there's some wonderful G5 coaches, but you know how some of these Power 5 programs are. They're like, oh, well, oh we, we, we can't that. hire a G5 coach. No, we can't do that. Even though the guy's excellent. Football coach you are. Right? Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're really, really good at your job. We can't do that. I mean, yeah. that, that, but that's the problem with the whole thing, right? There's, there's, it's so narrow-sighted in terms of – because when, when this happens, and if, if, if this thing goes down the way a lot of people are suspecting it's going to, 
you talk about pressure on the administration. You can't miss on this next one. Like you have to be right on yeah. this next hire. If that happens. Oh man. I mean, do they, do they hold their nose and hire Hugh freeze? Cause Hugh brings excitement. He knows how to coach the most important position on the field. And they move that thing around on offense. And, and Lou's, you just mentioned, Hey, they've won a national title. They played for another one. But the, the, the interesting part is Auburn really hasn't made the transition to fun, vertical passing game football like a lot of other no. programs that we didn't think would have. Your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that because it is a place that you can attract talent. You can get playmakers. You can get guys to compete with the LSUs and the Georgias and, and, and the Alabamas. Um, I, I do think that you've got to you know, at some point or another, you you, you got to hit on another big time quarterback, right? I mean, if if you look at how these programs have have elevated, the ones that have, you had Clemson with two first rounders, you just had Ohio State with two first rounders, you have Alabama now, it's going to be probably sitting on back to back first rounders. Auburn needs to get one of those guys, right? And if you look at a Hugh Freed, you look at an attractive offensive guy, does that help from a recruiting perspective of getting that type of guy to go to Auburn versus somewhere else? Yeah, it probably does. You know, it, it, it probably does. And then you have to ask yourself the question is, has uh, Hugh Freeze, in the, in the eyes of the conference, whether it's Greg Sankey or whoever, has he paid his penance yet, right? Like, is, is he out of, of image rehab jail? I mean, I, I think it's been long enough. I think, I think we need to move on. Sure, sure. Do, do you think Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds show, uh, what do you think about Dave Clawson at Wake Forest? Do you think he would take that job or go, eh, I don't want all that? Well, I think the, here's the problem. I think he's one of maybe the top five best football coaches in college football right now. I mean, he is, as far as an evaluator, a developer, an in-game coach, there's not many flaws with that guy. All right? And the problem is, is I think you would have a little bit of the same reaction to a G5 coach because of where he's at. Fair or unfair, whether it's arrogance on behalf of Auburn's part and their power brokers and their boosters, it, Dave Clawson is such a man of integrity. I don't know if he wants to deal with any of the other stuff that comes along with that job. I don't know if he wants to, you know, dip his toe in those waters. I think he would be a phenomenal hire. I mean, I, I really do. I think he's, I think he's that good. Um, but again, the, the question becomes. If the let's just say the money's three point eight million dollars and five point one million dollars, and the place you're at three point eight, and the place you're possibly going is five point one, that gap in between there, how how much how important is that to take on all of the other stuff? That's you see what that's I'm a great question, Luke. It's like we we know well, Freeze would jump at it. Million, yeah, whether it's seven point five million at one place. And it would be nine million there. Is that one point five million worth every? You're going to be rich. You're rich already. You're happy. You're coaching. <laughs> you got a great fan base. You got the great back. Got all this stuff. Is it worth it? That's the question they got to ask themselves. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I mean, I'm literally going through Power 5 coaches that are kind of on the fringe, top 25, top 30 jobs that have shown they can win a little bit. Brom and Campbell obviously jump out. And, and I can't think of anybody who would take the job. Now, again, we know go back I, to the same. You know who I think would take the job? Hugh, who? James Franklin. Are you serious? Well, dude, from a recruiting perspective, bro, I mean, you're right smack in the middle of everything. Oh, I, you know how hard it is to get kids on campus? And, and I've been there. College PA? Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, there are some recruiting challenges there. He has been in the SEC. He knows the South. Now, to be honest with you, I can't believe they signed him to an extension off of the season that he had. I know. And I know that things haven't been maybe going the direction, or they've been going in the right direction, but maybe not at the pace people have expected. But that one wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, but this year was weird with James Franklin, Tom. I mean, I think think I recognize he is a good football coach. Uh, I recognize how bad Vanderbilt is because I grew up here and I've watched Vandy and Ole Miss play for 40 years. I mean, it's bad football. But there's got to be some concern on how bad they were this year and the fact that he and his agent were able to, because so many jobs came open, he and his agent were able to uh, leverage a $55 million contract or whatever from Penn State. Is that unbelievable? How does that happen? Like, how does the administration, not to get off point here, but how does the administration at Penn State go, not not just say, uh, no, you're you're good, you're going to work out the rest of your contract, and then we'll, we'll come a time, and we'll sit down and, and discuss an extension at the necessary time, and, and call his bluff. Well, that's what I, I you wait, you're waiting for athletic directors to do that. I would have just said, it? okay, show me. Show me where you have a job offer. When you, when you can show me that you have a job offer, then we'll think about, but just because, and I know you know this guy, and I'm not picking on him, but just because Bruce Feldman's writing on theathletic.com that James Franklin may be one of seven candidates for X, Y, and Z job doesn't mean that you're exactly. close to getting a job offer, Luke. It's crazy, isn't it? Huh. It is funny, though. I find I do the same thing that you do. I go through and I'm looking at the Power Five guys. I'm looking at the guys that are, you know, good football coaches, prominent guys, you know, and I just ask myself, would they take the job? And it's a fun exercise because you start, you know. Mark Stoops would not take the job. Jeff Brom's not taking the job. Matt Campbell's not. In my opinion, those three guys are not taking that job. Well, Mark Stoops is exactly who Auburn should go after. And I think he would, would decline be it because of just what we've talked about the last 15 minutes, you know? 
Oh, they, I, again, he would have to ask himself the exact same question we just posed. You know, I, I thought LSU should have hired Mark Stoops. I thought that would have been a fantastic hire. Brian Kelly's not. but and Luke Finkel's not to, taking that job. No, no. I He's mean, in it, his home it, state, right? I mean, right? until something right? happens, like if Harbaugh went to uh, Minnesota, and I know he's an Ohio State guy, but so was Bo. So you know, but 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 you know, unless something. Oh well, here we go. If James Franklin were to move, I could see Luke Fickle being in the mix for Penn State. Absolutely. Tom, but I don't. I don't think Fickle would take Auburn just because of everything we're talking about. Yeah, and I, listen, the guy's barely spent a week outside of the state of Ohio his entire life. I mean, I think he's just. <laughs> Born and bred Midwest, man. That's who he is. It's part of his personality, part of his temperament. And and I would agree, unless it was a, a big name power five job in that footprint that fits him, I, I, I don't see him, you know, be, being in the mix too. I, I love the Dave Clawson call. I thought that's a, a really, really good one. Mark Stoops be a really, really good one. Um, but it is fascinating when you look at a job like Auburn and what we all believe it to be and think in some ways it is, how hard it is to come up with somebody who'd take it. You know, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to think through right now, Tom, with all the jumping around we had this past year. Like, who's the hottest coordinator at the Power Five level at an elite program, if you will, that would bring enough cachet and cred and all that to the table to get yeah, War Damn Eagle Nation, all hot and bothered, right? Well, I, and you, I can't. You, pro- you probably figure it would have been Jeff Levy, right? Oh, Levy. I mean, if we're talking hot coordinators and this and that, that's probably the 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 one guy. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I, don't, yeah, I, I don't think that's happening. No, I don't either. But I, it, you're right. Oklahoma paid him almost two million dollars to go. Uh, well, I mean, to how leave. about this though? Remember, remember way back because when I when I think of Auburn I think of all the things that they keep going through and how dysfunctional the whole thing. It's no different than the University of Texas. Do you remember when Charlie Strong got that job? There was like six people that got offered the job and wouldn't take it. At Texas. Like what does that say about Texas? Yeah. Well talking about dysfunction. Um and I don't know enough about that program. You probably, as much as you've traveled and called multiple conferences over the years, I, I, I will. Ne- I don't understand why. T- other than the five years that Mac Brown bottled, which was very, very impressive. Since 1980, since I can kind of remember life in sports, they have been pretty much slap average or below average, and I don't understand what's in the water over there. And why they can't get the culture right. Now, Sark may turn this bad boy around, but man, it, it could be a Herculean effort in Austin for Sark to Again, even get this done, Tom. Yeah, and the thing is, you gotta you got to deal with all of the things that come along with it and all the different hands of the cookie jar and you know, the, 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 the powers and, that, I, that are working behind the scenes. Let me jump in there and see, it seems like Jimbo's got everybody on the same page at AM, you know? Yeah. And Jimbo's going to be able to maybe out-recruit his coaching, which I think Kirby somewhat did, although they're they're good, but maybe not just super off the charts, X's and O's special. But, like, it looks to me like Jimbo's got everybody on the same page in College Station, and maybe Sark gets that done. He hadn't been there long. 
But if you don't, and Jimbo does, then that will also be a fascinating storyline in Texas. Because Texas, as you know, is going to be in our conference before we know it. Right, right. And I think the thing, the only thing that can derail Jimbo is if he doesn't start winning more games. Because we can talk recruiting all we want, and this recruiting class he just had, it's fantastic. And I keep getting everybody asking me, is this the, the best recruiting class of all time? And my answer is, I don't know yet. Because I know what some of those country classes have done. I know what those Alabama classes have done. I know what some of those Ohio State classes have done. What has Texas A&M's classes done? Right. Okay, well, let me ask it another way. Since you've headed up recruiting for 15 years for ESPN and evaluated thousands of prospects and monitored this, and you're right, you got to land top five classes other than Clemson to win natties. Uh, On paper? In the modern era, let's just take the last 15, mm-hmm. 20 years, on paper, is it the best recruiting class you've ever seen? I'd say it's on par with the Alabama 2017 and 2021 class. Okay. Um, uh, and, I, and I again, I, I think that's fair. And, again, the difference is how do you turn those paper champions into on-the-field champions? That That's the thing, because we can get all excited all we want about it, but – you know, the, the results have to come for Jimbo. They have to come for Texas A&M because what will happen is if they do, then you'll start signing classes like that every year. Right. Now you've turned yourself into another Alabama. But that hasn't happened yet, so we got to wait and see. Okay. Is it the – let me follow that up with Texas A&M's class. Is it the best D-line class on paper? It sure looks like it to me, but you know more than I do. Yeah, it Is it be. just the it best D-line yeah. class you've ever – on paper, probably so. Yeah that 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 is a that is a haul up front. Um, <laughs> I mean, whoa. I mean, they, and, and again, those are the types of guys you hear me say it to you all the time, right? Everybody needs those guys, and there aren't enough of them, right? right? And there's a reason Clemson and Alabama and now Georgia and Ohio State have been better than everybody because of those positions. And now. A&M starting to load up on those positions. That's what makes the thing potentially scary, but you've got to get results. Right. So Bama does this all a lot and Georgia, and we've had a couple come through here that were day Jeffrey Simmons, Robert Kimdichie, day one guys. They, it looks like to me they signed like five guys that are, that are so refined in advance, Tom, they can either start or be in the two deep day one. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. And – you know, they're going to have to get a lot out of them because all of those guys, if they pan out, they're only going to be there for three years. That's true. So, you know, they, they've got to get them in the mix and, and, and sink or swim and, and see who can go. And they're all going to have the opportunity because talent-wise, they're all there. But, you know, as we've always talked about, let's see what they do. Can they handle all the other stuff that goes along with it? Yeah, can Max Johnson be who he needs to be? Or I guess Ames King if he hangs around. Obviously, can Jimbo upgrade and not get in the way at the quarterback position? And then these guys that we're referencing, you know, and can DJ Durkin, according to the defensive scoring efficiency numbers, Elko's better, but Durkin's still a good coordinator. So those are oh, yeah. all, you know, fascinating, you know, questions. And so, all right, Tom Luganville on the uh, the next time we have Tom on, we could have a coaching search at Auburn, which could be. <laughs> Nuts. And we'll have a Super Bowl champion. How about Joe Burrow, man? I mean, how about this young man just getting it done? It's such a great story. He's 
so much fun to watch. I'm excited about it. Have you got your menu set for, for Sunday uh, afternoon, I evening? I don't yet. I, I haven't even looked that, that far ahead. Right now I'm in a day-by-day mode because for the first time in a, in a long, long time, I'm getting to kind of dictate my own schedule on a day-to-day basis. So when I get to Super Bowl Sunday, I'll figure that out. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you'll have a uh, a cold beer or a yep. bourbon cigar and some good food on the grill or or in the stove oven and uh, enjoy yourself this week. That was a great hit on Auburn and just kind of college football there. The James Franklin thing is interesting and intriguing to me too. Uh, have a great week. Enjoy the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and we'll talk next week. All right, man. Take care, bro. See you, buddy. Tom Luganville. National College Football Analyst with ESPN on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. So if Auburn opens today, tomorrow, whenever, you get a coaching search in February, which is rare. You get a, they're a top 15 program. Um, They, as Tom and I, they've won my whole life. Auburn has never really gone through a three to four year stint where they like, you know, uh, four and eight this thing, or back before we played 12 games, uh, five and six, four and seven this thing. I mean, they have had some bumps in the road. Now, they haven't won back-to-back 10 games in, in what, 40 years? So so they've had these highs. They were the, They were the best program in the SEC in the 80s. They just came up short. Once Pat Dye got in and got that thing rolling, I mean, they they were within a whisker twice winning the national title. Uh, Paul Bear Bryant, Coach Paul Bear Bryant, steps down, right, after the 82 season. You know, duly caught lightning in a bottle in 80, but but they weren't, you know. And then the 90s, you know, they went through some things. Pat Dye stepped down but didn't really. (laughs) And, um, And then they go through Bowden, and then Tuberville gets there. Interesting. It's it's a it's a get rich get fired program with a lot of dysfunction, but still has a ton of toughness, and uh, they played D defense out of their minds for forty years and done uh, just enough offensively with Bo Jackson, Cadillac Williams, you know Ronnie Brown, and uh, and of course Cam. Who may be the greatest, you know, college player I've ever I've ever watched play live. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Went McGee, MortgageManMS.com. Went McGee. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.